Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, we're on the air. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. I'm glad that you are here. Uh, Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the old Steve's Cottage. Steve Horner here with you. And I thought I'd open with a little bit of gospel music that I I contrived uh, this morning while out bicycling. Hallelujah. You know, because like what I told you last week, everything I'm saying here is gospel. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's absolutely, uh, absolutely, totally 100% right, but I think it is. Otherwise, I wouldn't tell you this. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and I'm a guy that wants to, tell, wants to tell you the truth. Most of what everything I'm, yeah, most of everything I'm telling you here is from personal experience. See, I'm a guy that gets around the block now and then. Unlike my major all-time radio hero, Rush Limbaugh, whom I met and, uh, and uh, helped me formulate um, uh, and to understand the nature of today's um, lunatic society by connecting the dots and pointing and putting the blame to the social services industry— that hold, that holds out carrots to the to the to the, to, to the uh, idiots whom society has labeled the oppressed and disadvantaged, so they can continue to feel like martyrs and be what arrogant, empowered by idiot government programs, and if you dared uh, uh, harass them, bother them. Uh, judge them unfairly in their book, well then, well, well, then you're in trouble. And then they resort to revenge, which I call being vindictive. So we've got a society of arrogant and vindictive uh, people of, which, of whom most are women, because if you go to any government organization, if you go to any school, if you go to any... Uh, you know, even behind the scenes in any church, you've got women. And these women have been empowered to do what they want to do in society, even though none of it makes any sense. And that's why cunt stands for can't understand normal thinking. And if you're offended by any of this, you see then you're not my primary audience. You're not my demographic of men 18 to 49 because, you see, you guys are the ones who have been negatively impacted by single parenting, not only maybe in your own life, well, in your own life because you were maybe raised by a woman who chased your father out for one reason or another, and so then, so then you were raised without uh, the loving care of a man 
where research shows that uh, you have a very, very high propensity of uh, ending up in jail and not making as much money as the guy who was raised uh, in a loving, harmonious, judicious mom-dad family. You're victimized by so-called harassment. Even if you ask a gal at, uh, at work for a date and she, she doesn't like you, she's heard something about you, she reports you to the boss. That's harassment. You can be in trouble for that. Child custody. Maybe you want to live with your kids. Ooh, that's weird. But your wife or, 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 or the mother of the child doesn't want you to because you didn't pay her enough money. Or how about the phony stalking injunctions that we uh, have spoken about? How about affirmative action laws, you see? So that's what uh, arrogant and vindictive women have been empowered with. And that's something that we don't talk about enough, and, 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 and we should. Because 90% of women out there vote Democratic. So they apparently have a liberal agenda. They've prejudiced the courts because many of them have been appointed to uh, the bench because those governors or those Joe Bidens, they don't want to appear to be misogynists, you see. They want to open up the door to everybody. Same with the police, the courts, the lawyers, the bar, the Joe Bidens. And, and it's all, you know, because of the 1990—well, a lot of it stems uh, in contemporary history from the Violence Against Women's Act that was, um, you know, written by and promoted by Joe Biden from Delaware. And guess who's the president of the United States now? That's right. Pussy whip Joe Biden. Well, you know, and, and, and Joe kowtows to women at every turn and with— Every opportunity. Well, I was saying last week, the Review Journal story, Review Journal is a newspaper out of Las Vegas, serves all of uh, Nevada and maybe a five-state area. I don't know how far it gets out, but like any newspaper, its uh, audience is dwindling because they just aren't telling the truth on these uh, stories. They're very biased. They're very prejudicial. They're, they're very liberal. And if, they tell you, uh, and if they tell you that they're conservative, then they honestly don't know the definitions. Now, the big story going on at the Review Journal is a man uh, is, is, is about one of the writers at the Review Journal, uh, commonly known as the RJ. And I'm a subscriber. I'm in St. George, Utah. And, uh, and so I'm a subscriber uh, just to pick up the Las Vegas... Um, crazy antic type stories versus what might be a little more benign from the Salt Lake paper. But anyhow, I'm not going to take two papers. I've decided to go with the RJ and that's what I do. So uh, this Robert, uh, this uh, Jeff German, liberal writer, used to be for a super liberal uh, newspaper in uh, Clark, in, in Las Vegas, The Sun. They are, now, uh, they are now collaborating with each other. They're now so-called partners. They're, they're, they're now under the same roof. And uh, they may disagree with that premise, but that's uh, the truth of the matter. Also, they, um, and so he used to work for the ultra-liberal son. Now he's working for the RJ. He was, uh, he, he, was, he was summoned by the women at the uh, Clark County Administration Office 
And uh, because, because these women were saying that their boss, Robert Tellis, a Hispanic man, about 45 years old, Clark County, uh, you know, encompasses Las Vegas. And uh, this is uh, in the public administration's uh, office. And he was doing a good job. But uh, apparently he was in charge of an office full of cunts. Now, once again, let me remind you that if you don't like the candor of this program, this might not be your type of show. You might not be my prime demographic, okay? I'm just trying to be the I'm just try I'm just trying to be the bearer of what I think is probably a huge uh, platform of uh, infrastructural problems in society. And that is those who can't understand normal thinking. Well, Tellus wanted more uh, efficiency out of his female staff. The women balked, especially a woman by the name of Rita Reed. She seems to be the cunt ringleader. She phoned German, probably having had some experiences uh, with this uh, ultra-liberal. And... Uh, so German got on the job, and, 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 and he really became an antagonistic a-hole to Tellus. Obviously drove Tellus over the top. He ended up killing German with a knife <laughs> in broad daylight, uh, uh, presumably, on Tellus' driveway, on German's driveway. But you see, everybody is able to, over, is able to go over the top. Whether you're in a marriage, whether your kid is absolutely going crazy on you, whether your boss is going crazy on you. Uh, I saw this as an infantryman in Vietnam. Many of these guys just went crazy, just went berserk. I'm sure the psycho wackos have a name for it. But it's when you hit your breaking point. In this morning's RJ, the executive editor, Glenn Cook, says, Grumman was murdered for doing his job. Well, if, if German's job was to be an antagonistic a-hole, then he, uh, he succeeded. Because he was killed in his driveway, and tell us then, being a rookie killer, was arrested a couple of days later. Evidence written all over him. And Tellus had written to German, saying that he was being falsely smeared. But German persisted because he wanted to stand up for the cunts. He didn't want to be a misogynist. He wanted to be a chivalrous writer. And he... <laughs> well, he wasn't all of that. He was an antagonistic a-hole. Now, in a, uh, in a text to the uh, cunts, namely Rita Reed, Tellus wrote, you know, before he went ballistic, he said, you have not had truly bad bosses if you think I tortured you. But now you've ruined my life, my marriage. And the reputation of this office. Tellus went on to lose his election for re-election by, by coming in third in June's election. These are, these are elected posts to which he was uh, 
uh, of which he was boss of. Now, can you can you begin to feel how Tellus must have felt? I bet guys like I bet Donald Trump feels the same way. Over and over and over and over and over, they try to pin him with something, uh, just absolutely contrived crap. And over and over and over and over, the guy proves to be innocent. They're calling him crazy. This woman from the New York Times, what's her name? Uh, Can't remember, but but I saw her on PBS the other evening, claiming that Trump is truly psychologically dysfunctional which is just uh, the words of a malicious major opponent and, you know, who obviously can't understand normal thinking, but just devious and sinister. I mean, uh, after this story broke, I I called the administrator's office because I'm a guy who likes to go to the horse's mouth and ask what was going on. So uh, I was asking for Reed or Reed, the office office, uh, instigator, hoping to ask her some questions for this story. Her assistant began swearing at me and threatened to call police if I called again. And I reminded her, lady, you're working in a public office. I have not only a constitutional right, but also a constitutional, excuse me, obligation to call this public office to find out what I uh, can surmise from the situation. She swore at me again. She hung up. But that's how the cunts are, arrogant and vindictive. They've been, they've been empowered with this attitude of they're oppressed and disadvantaged. And so now, you know, we white men predominantly, we're the, uh, we're the, we're the enemy. We're the ones that have caused all their pain. And so then they're vindictive, which is all about revenge. And then, of course, you got pussy whip men who, you know, walk hand in hand with these people like Jeff Gurman and, uh, and, 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 and create the empowerment and create the arrogance. Now, I go back a long ways with the, the RJ. I've been uh, getting them uh, at my doorstep for about 12 years since I moved into St. George. And I've always been active with, uh, you know, writing my books at stevehornerbooks.com. And anytime you want to take a look at uh, uh, a little more detail about some of the infrastructural elements uh, uh, that, that create, social elements that create this chaos, then it's all in my books, whether it's under the guise of single parenting or the Vietnam experience or a uh, novel or uh, about child abuse, you see. So I've been involved with these newspapers for a long time. An episode uh, took place uh, a few years ago when, and, and I'm going to get into this more in detail next week, but this 25 minutes just goes so crazy fast that, um, that it, it, it's, it's remarkably fun. But, uh, but it, I, I, it's not as, it, it, I don't have the comfort of doing a four hour show like I used to when I was doing the talk show radio and medium and, large markets, large market radios. And I'm glad I'm not anymore because I don't want to be dedicated and I don't have to be confined to the, uh, to that time clock. But nevertheless, I do stay involved. So when the Nevada legislature came down and said, the constitutional 14th amendment means you, you you know, uh, um, you, you, uh, the hell does it say? 
I'm dead. Okay, it says, the 14th Amendment, equal protection, thank you, thank you, God, equal protection under the law. So when you have a place of public accommodation where you must have equal services and advantages based on all people, regardless of race, gender, religion, and now sexual orientation, right? Uh, You have to be equal to all of them. Otherwise, you commit a foul. Well, I busted ladies' night in Las Vegas back in 2010. I, too, found a sympathetic writer with the RJ, Mike Blasky. He's no longer there. (laughs) You see, Blasky probably got fired because I was all over the headlines. I snuck up on him again. All over the front page, Steve Horner, Buzz, I mean, the the Flamingo, the MGM, all the big ones. Well, if I had known enough, I would have taken it along into court and made a bundle on it. But the whole thing wasn't about money. It was about principle. How can you possibly discriminate against me, the white man? I'm the infantryman with the Purple Heart. I'm the guy with the, 80, the 810 Beacon credit score. I'm the guy that wrote the single parenting books. Why do I take second place to the women when it's tits at the bar time? And then now, when they prove that I was right because the because uh, I snuck up on the uh, women at the uh, Nevada Equal Rights Commission, uh, they passed a, a, a law that said you can discriminate against men at places of public accommodation if it's a promotion. Well, anytime you have a pool party where you charge you know men a hundred dollars and women get in free or you have a ladies night at a bar where women get reduced prices that's called a promotion so they are violate, violating the 14th amendment so i caught them on that but then they came in and changed it and said well you can as long as as long as the, as it's a promotion because they tied it in with the lgbtq crowd don't discriminate against them or you'll be in trouble. So I went to a pool party, and this is what I'm telling you, folks. I live my life. This is, these are the stories that you hear about. Unlike Rush Limbaugh, who connected the dots. God bless him. He connected the dots. Forever numero uno in my, uh, in my radio broadcast pioneer uh, book. Okay? Guys like Sean Hannity, bless him. But they're just entertainers. He's just a tit-for-tat type of guy. Did you hear that Biden farted? Yeah, somebody said it didn't smell. Ah, baloney. I know somebody that was in the audience. It did smell. You know, it's just just tit-for-tat crap. No matter what the guy does, no matter what side you're on, it's tit-for-tat. It's nonsense. It's just uh, playground uh, elementary uh, sniveling. Rush Limbaugh seriously connected. Rush... It needed a, a brisk walk around the block of experience as well. But, but he was able to connect the dots. Sean, he, he, he just jumps off where, you know, the network stories uh, are and uh, expounds uh, on them. So anyhow, so when this law passed, I went to one of these uh, uh, pool parties. And I I said, today I am a woman. 
and they uh, really got down on me. Oh, you're not. You, you know how they profess to be so open-minded when they're on the uh, air with PBS or with uh, Ellen DeGenerate? Love that name. Uh, because I think she is a degenerate type of person. And uh, But if I was on the air with them, you see, they wouldn't dare say anything but uh, uh, complimentary comments about this transgender. He's not Steve today, he's Stephanie. You see? So I opened the door to all their hypocrisy because I didn't I I I had the recorder going. And it was like, oh you MF. I mean the manager, you know, the owner. I mean it was unbelievable. The the women. You were born with a set of balls and you not Okay, well, fine. That has nothing to do with the transgender communication, but none of those uh, queers would show up with me in court because I called them and asked them. See, so it's all it's all phony talk. So, so, so when I called Paul Harrison at the RJ, see, he was my go-to guy, and uh, I'd never met him, but you know, he seemed like a you know fairly decent guy. I I, I did have some. Uh, conversations with him about some earlier stories. And uh, I said, Paul, you know, uh, about this LGBTQ and about this uh, SB331 bill that has been uh, ushered in to, uh, you know, do a roundabout on the ladies night type of thing. And now you're going to uh, discriminate against uh, straight uh, white guys. But then, uh, you know, the LGBTQ crowd, you know, like me, I'm discriminated against. What? What happened? And I told him about going to the uh, MGM uh, pool party. And uh, then I said, today, I'm Stephanie. And they didn't believe me. And they ran me down. And they uh, really uh, gave me a rough uh, verbal slashing. And, oh, that's horrible, he goes. I said, yeah, it was really, really embarrassing, you know. And uh, so, so he wrote a big story about it about how this is how transgenders are treated and we need to be more sentimental and more sensitive to their needs. Well, <laughs> he was taken by the neck and wrung out dry by every woman that works at the RJ saying, do you know who this Steve Horner guy is? He hates women. He calls me and tells me this. He calls me and tells me that. And every woman that was working at the RJ came at Paul for writing this story that was, sen- that, that was sensitive to the needs of Steve, the transgender, who was then now known as Stephanie, and given a hard time at the MGM pool party, you see. So Paul came down on me real hard about a week later. He'd been deceived. This Horner... Steve Horner hates women. Seriously, that's a quote. Steve Horner hates women. Because, you see, these women had told him all sorts of my history, all sorts of my um, antics, all sorts of my calls into their, you know, to scrutinize their uh, cunt-oriented uh, type of uh, style and, uh, and stories. And, uh, and I said, Paul, either retract that or I'm going to sue you. That's libel, baby. You know, I don't hate women. I just hate a lot of what they do because uh, they can't understand normal thinking and their feminine gender sentimentalism, which just does nothing but harm society, family, the border, the churches, the corrections, and everything. 
Well, the, the RJ sent me all sorts of threats. If you sue, we're going to jump on you bad. Now, I'm a single guy. I'm not an attorney. Certainly don't have a hell of a lot of funds. And uh, they kind of scared me off. But I was going to sue. I still can sue. But guess what? <laughs> they fired Paula Harris. Up. <laughs> well, anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, it has been great to be here. And if you have any feedback for me on this show, then you write me the good, bad, and the ugly at steve at stevehornerbooks.com. Next week, we're going to talk about Cunt Chronicles. I'm going to tell you more about my ladies' night. I want you to tell me some more, some, some of your Cunt Chronicles about how, you, how you've had bad experiences with, with cunts. Well, thanks for joining me here at Steve's Cottage. Be sure to buy one of those self-authored books at stevehornerbooks.com, and uh, you'll get to know more of uh, more in detail of some of these hot social issues and how you can better understand them and protect yourself from the cunts. So until next time, you stay on that rugged, less traveled path of life. I promise you it's more fun, provides better scenery, and offers much richer rewards. This is Steve Horner from Steve's Cottage. Until next time, folks, and next time you come to visit, take real good care of you. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.